I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. It's the G-O-D. Buck to the shot. Still took the text and the buck took the rocks. So forget the past. No more shorty. Strictly buck shot. I rocked the one down to 40. Below. I got to let her know that I am the day that never tire. Every time I felt the fire. People try to swing your jam. Get cold. Used to be the man. Now your band got old. I know the plan. So I keep you scoping. Don't front. I know I got you open. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. We're in the uh, domicile for another episode on a Monday. Hoping that the internet doesn't go down, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's so. For those of you that seen this precast, was like, where's Chris? I'm sorry. And Chris, people showed up for you, dog. I'm so sorry. Uh, We're going to have to reschedule him because we was like, we do not want to have you on and have... Have the internet shut down on you? It was like I was like I told the chat room before the show starts that like, hey, if the internet cut a monkey, it's just us and y'all. Mm-hmm. I'll reload, refresh, and we'll be back in a few minutes if it ever goes down yes. tonight. But um, just for the record, that's why we don't have Chris because I did not want to try to restart the show five times. Nope, and I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Even uh last night when we was watching the BET Awards, man, I want to motherfucking just just turn everything over because it was like play five minutes, freeze, freeze, freeze ironically hasn't really been dropping too much today but knock on wood that could change at any moment okay yeah, guys your yeah. guess is as good it as ours yeah and, um, and roger had to rearrange his schedule tomorrow because yes. we had planned on doing some shit i had a big guest for medium talk a big guest for medium talk but i don't want to waste their time uh with at&t working on our shit man yep so now we got to reschedule and who knows when their time is going to be open like this again. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where, because it's been running fine. Yeah. I was like, you know what? They're coming. I don't care if they come and be like, y'all wasting our time. Look, motherfucker, you wasting my weekend. Right. Fuck you. Come on out here. Shit better not happen again. Um, and I told him, man, I'm a business owner up in this bitch now. Yeah. This is my business. I need my help, people. And they was like, we can get it to you Tuesday. I said, that is unacceptable. And they said, well, that's the only time we got available. And I said, fine. Uh, Steven with the very heavy West, you know, like Indian yeah, accent. accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on now. Yeah, you know that's sure, not your Steven, real name. Steven Johnson. Yeah, like, this is Steven Johnson. I was like, Steven Johnson, really? Really, Steven Johnson? But, uh, yeah, yeah so. Yeah, like, that, this is not your real name and, and the thing. He did give us a couple days of, of, of service free. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, let me, let me tell you about the story a little bit. I know Rodham got his random thoughts, but I'm going to tell you about the story. Um, so yesterday I spent a, a lot, a lot, a lot of time with him, even while Roger was entertaining the chat room doing the 55 times we had to restart the show. I was on the phone with them. And so last night I was like, I'm gonna call again to see if we can get them to come today. Um, and I was talking to him and I thought about something and I was like, you know what? I'm a motherfucking business owner and my business run through your internet. And I pay too much money for your shit not to run because your shit not running affects our business. It affects what we do. It affects our paying customers because we make money off this shit. You're just affecting everything. And we got an all in one. So, um, when the cable, when the internet goes down, the cable goes down and the telephone goes down. Everything goes motherfucking down. This is your shit. Your shit need to run. And mm-hmm. while I was talking to him, I thought about it and I was like, hey, 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 hey. Our shit ain't running. I want my money back for every day this shit don't run back, run right. I want a refund because I'm not paying for half of a day of a service. Mm-hmm. And what I don't like is that they tell you, like, well, we need to inform you that if the technician comes out, uh, there may be a $99 fee. 
for what i didn't change shit your service changed i woke up and the shit wasn't working ain't gonna be no 99 dollars fees that's a down payment on some other people's uh service providing so uh if you charge me 99 dollars, go ahead pack your shit up and take it with you because we can save you an extra trip and yeah, we yeah. can go ahead and i can drive up to uh the time water cable and go get my old shit back that i used to have back in the day and deal with that mess if i gotta do yeah, this Yeah, because we we've already decided and the way it is right now everybody want customers everybody want competition why am i gonna pay you nine nine dollars when i can go to them and they'll give me a deal and give me shit free and i they shit they might give it to me with no money down for all i know yeah i mean free boxes free hbo everything you, you know just when come you back when you switch over they they always try to do that and plus i remember when we lost when we quit they was like Time the old girlfriend. Yeah, they called me up at work one day. Like I was at work. They was and I got friend. a call from Time One. I said, What is this shit? There better not be an unresolved bill or anything like that. I everything is clean with them. I made sure when I switched over and I called them and I was like, Hello, this is Rock, I can help you. They was like, Hey, hey baby, uh it's it's me, Time One. How you doing? it's a long time no talk to. And I said, What do you want, Time One? I'm at work. She said, Uh, you know, I just was wondering how you been and everything, you know, I I checked your Facebook. You don't really talk about us anymore. Ah, and I, yes. I saw you took the pictures down of us together. And I was like, yeah, you know, I've moved on. Um, I'm in a relationship with Uverse now. Uh, I was like, well, we can still be friends. I said, I, you know, I don't feel that would be fair to Uverse. Um, you know, I don't want to keep any secrets in our relationship. And I don't think she would want me talking to you. And it's like, come on, baby, I'll suck your dick. I'll give you a whole month oh, they, free. Uh, they, honey, 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 we call them, especially if they realize we were past customers coming back. Mm-hmm. Man, they would be all on that. So, yeah, we, we'll see. And, and another thing that it did really, me and Roger talked about this. Baby, I love you being a house husband. Because they motherfucking hours are the worst. They was like, yeah, um, we come Tuesday. I was like, you can't come Monday? She was like, no. I was like, Tuesday? She was like, from 8 to 12. I was like, 8 to 12, which means... They can come between 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. And whenever they get here, you have to box out two hours. It's like if you got a normal, regular, standard job, who's going to be at home? Yeah, I can't wait. Hopefully they take care of it. We've never had a problem with them before where they didn't take care of the shit and it was solved for a long time. Yeah. I mean, well, this is the first time having issues with this shit in years, literally. Uh, one time I, it went out because it like, burnt out or something yeah, like that and they replaced like it immediately not electrocuted but um yeah uh, yeah lightning hit, lightning hit something. something and and they over you know oh the surge whatever but we've never had this issue man i just really hope that we get it taken care of fast as possible and we can start having guests again because we actually got guests booked for other shows and other stuff later this week and uh we need this shit to be working and not dropping people's calls or dropping true. us um all right uh this is the blackout tips podcast you can find us at the blackout um karen is your okay you still there okay mm-hmm. uh now every time i see something go wrong in the chat room i'm gonna be freaking out i so. know right so I, i'm moving back for like i see me moving but i yeah there okay. i go all right well um now um you can find us at the blackout go vote in the polls sign up for the premium uh we have spinoff shows that we do every week um hopefully people are enjoying those i hope um, they are I chopped up the latest trailer today, so I'll be playing that in a few minutes. Um, don't forget, leave us five-star reviews on iTunes. 
go to facebook podomatic stitcher radio stitcher was having an issue i got that resolved this morning through an email stitcher was right on top of it a couple hours later everything's updated guys good, good to go because i because uh shout out to nick jew she was like hey and shirley Wong, several people a yeah. lot of people actually yeah a lot Thank of people you. they was like where's uh 500 and no no 501 and like 502 i was like how much you talking about i looked at my stitch i was like hey 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 um because i'm a big stitcher listener so i was i'll periodically go in there and check out stuff and a lot of times i'll be like hey baby i know a lot of people listen to us through stitcher so i was like hey st- whatever's happening stitch ain't on it yeah so they fixed it and they were on top of it after you know i sent them the email um you can also donate to the show you can subscribe you can uh go out check out the store go to the tumblr a bunch of stuff you can do right there from the blackouttips.com the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme yes sir and today's podcast is sponsored mm-hmm. it's sponsored by uh you know, one of our favorite sponsors, people that know how to treat a vagina and a penis and everything in between us. <laughs> yes. Fellas and ladies and transgender and gay and straight and bisexual and questioning and all that other shit that I left out. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Yes, they got everybody covered. Well, have you been fantasized about surprising your lover with a adventurous new toy or adult movie? Or yourself. Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only get 50% off of just about any item. Yeah, the, you know, you know how, uh, people order flowers. So this order a gift from yourself and open a box surprise like you didn't even know it was coming. Plus, sometimes, you know, you stick that thing inside you and it will surprise you. You know what I'm saying? It will, yeah. You won't believe what you can feel. Yeah, and not only that, y'all, we are customers too. We, we use, yeah. we use our own code. If you're a couple, yeah, if you're a couple, don't be afraid to use it. There's, nothing listen if you're married and your plan is not to be with anybody else for the rest of your life you need to go in there and spice it up okay guys i'm trying to tell y'all they got outfits they mm-hmm. got lube they, they got toys they got toys you know they you need have, to try out some of these clit slapping devices dog yeah, get up on it yes it's, slap it's, them clits <laughs> it's it's a lot of stuff stretch them throats they got stuff for throats yeah you know um but that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for the little inspiration. Plus a free extra gift so sensual. Can't even tell you what it is on the radio. Shut your mouth. And to top it all off, they even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And it's not a game, folks. They are so sincere. Yes, they are. Check out adamandeve.com for the special offer. 50% off of one item. Three free DVDs. Free shipping and a free extra gift when you put in TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Yeah, like, 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 uh, when they got them, uh, the dude with them shoes, you lick the box and go, it's real! Ah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, alright. Now let's talk about some other stuff we got going on. Number one. Okay. Uh, brand new spinoff trailer, y'all. This is for our new show, uh, Real House Husbands. Them, them Real House Husbands, me and Justin, talking about house husband stuff, man, and, um, I just played the you know the clip. Uh, it's a very short show, but um, I took a nice little little clip for people to see the preview of it and what it sounds like. So here we go. You're now listening to the Real House Husbands. Husbands, Husbands in, in the, the house. house. Man, fuck you, man. Fuck you, man, fuck you bitch. Man, fuck fuck you. Hey, today on Real House Husbands, I'm here with my man Justin, who I invited over, and we just want to spread the word about the house husband life hey what's going on right man you know it's hard out here being a house husband man people just really don't understand the plight 
of having a working woman while you stay at home. Then the, the people that's out here saying it's easy to keep a woman happy really don't have a woman. They're not married. You know right. what I mean? They don't have the responsibilities of keeping this house clean every single day. Do you know how hard it is to keep dust from coming back? Right. To be a real house husband, it takes more than just cleaning up. It takes more than just dealing with your woman. Do you know she checks my tweets? She checks your tweets? Man, I, if I go over 30 tweets a day, I get in trouble. I have sometimes Karen come in the house, and I will catch her looking at my tweet deck. There's a lot of car issues when you're dealing with a woman. Right. Women don't know anything about cars except how to wreck them. <laughs> know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> how to get them dirty and how to uh, and how to make it more expensive for you and get a ticket. And then, not only that, but why give me the credit card to use that only has a $200 limit when mm-hmm. you know it's going to cost more than that? Right, exactly. I remember I was talking to Karen one time, and she was like, I don't want to get the repairs on this car. And I said, bitch, you're going to do it. All right, so now, during this part of the conversation, I'm really thinking, Rod doesn't even know anything about cars at all. So, really, Karen should be the one to get that phone call. Because Rod will just feel like, yeah, go ahead and fix your flex capacitor. You mean you can make my car into a time traveling vehicle? Like, this is the type of shit that Rod be on. He don't know shit about cars, yet he up here complaining because his woman get the phone calls. So, I'll be like, yeah, ho, you not supposed to do that shit. i tell you what to do around here because I run things you know a uh, flux capacity in my car nigga please wait but uh yeah you know the other thing about car ho- hold on is that was that the door man i hope that is that karen uh you know hey uh so the um we're gonna have to get out of here wrap this up real quick um but hey real house husbands in the house we'll be coming back with part two uh next huh no no we just we just talking. So that's the preview for Real House Husbands. Um, you know, it's a show where we just get open and honest about the reality of being a house husband, uh, you know, and how much harder it is than people think, man. It is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people wanna, don't want to talk about it. But uh, it's one of those things that uh, we, we're dedicated to getting the word out there and letting people know um, it's our own reality show. So next episode will be coming this week. Uh, can't wait for it. Um, what else is going on? What else is going on? Um, so the BET Awards were last night. Yeah, the BET Awards and the BET Hip Hop Honor Award thing they do. Hip, uh-huh, what about them? Um, that's like a black family reunion. Niggas that ain't, I think some niggas only tweet that t- two times of the year, that those two times of the yeah. year. And half of them don't even know what channel BET on. Like, they have to go find it half the time. What channel is it on? Well, depending on what kind of cable you got. Because I don't know. I know we watch, what is it, the uh the Hollywood House Husband show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's I'll, just Hollywood Hollywood House Husband. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't even, uh, the, I don't real, even, the real husbands of Hollywood is what it is. Thank you. The real husbands of Hollywood. And, uh, I don't even know what channel BT comes. Right. Just record and I watch it. So I think it's like the black fandom and you're like, all the black folks come out. You're like, Hey, you ain't tweeted in six months. Good to see you here. When it's over, you're like, all right, I'll see you next year. Yep. Um, so first things before I even get into that, I need to pay homage to 
a man that i thought would never die that died yesterday a man who i thought would kick the grim reaper's ass if he ever met him i know right the homie black belt jones aka jim kelly best known for enter the dragon three of the hard way uh one of my favorite motherfuckers on the planet Mm -hmm. the embodiment of powerful blackness when i heard this i almost cried i was so sad um that's my homie man so uh you know i thought i would play a clip from enter the dragon um because uh you know jim kelly uh had the best scene in that fucking movie yes he did let me see if i can play the audio hopefully it's good quality Just imagine a black man beating up every uh-huh. version of Asian ass that is on the planet. Dude was just whooping random people. And he always be doing that. Yeah, he was in the vicinity. Like he had a good key up. Oh. And now he's facing off with the evil villainous Mr. Hand who ran the, the end of the dragon tournament. Huh? see this is what the fight was going 50 50 and and then like that bird got involved and that's when shit really went down yeah. man like that's when i was really pissed off man but um that's just the fighting part of it there's this other part where he where he's like what he tells dude he's like suddenly I'd like to leave your island. Ah! <laughs> you told him this shit? Man, you come right out of a comic book. That's that's my good shit, man. Ah! Oh, I fuck with Jim Kelly so bad, man. Yes. I hate that he gone, man. Just, uh... <sighs> he was the homie, dude. He was the homie. That, that nigga got picked up. He had to go be in the end of the Dragon Tournament because... He got stopped and frisked, basically. Like, yeah, and he was like, "All right, we leaving the country. I'm out." Yeah, I gotta kill these cops. Damn it! Now I gotta go to fight for my fight in another country. Um, all right, man. Let's talk about these BET awards. Um, first of all, first thing I gotta say about BET awards: Black people always act so ashamed of these awards, and I'm not ashamed at all, man. I love these BET awards. Me too. They're my favorite time of the year. Also, no white people are watching these. What are y'all worried about? Y'all, they really be acting like white people sitting around like, look at them. Mm-mm. I'm going to call them niggers for another year. We'll be back next year. <laughs> see if they get it right in October with the hip hop awards. But, oh, I'm going to stay racist if they don't do it. You got 364 days to clean your shit up, black America. <laughs> so I love these awards, man. It's good celebration of black culture. Yes, Beautiful it is. black women. Uh, you know, uh, very androgynously to homosexually guest straight black men uh, a lot of some gospel yeah. in there good comedy uh i love it great commercials so let's go talk about what we saw during the first thing i saw was uh, the last thing i saw was on the red carpet right before i they go into the show mm-hmm. i don't think K- i've seen that part k michelle was there yeah and k michelle won one for like best hair and yeah I'm- we were gonna we were gonna talk about that i have it all in order okay my bad but she was there and um uh, she started talking and i was like you know k michelle is pretty cool that she don't talk or sing 
true and they asked her to do both things and i said fuck no Mm-mm. uh chris brown opened up the award show mm. lip syncing like shit the what and everybody was like well he's always lip syncing and i was like that don't make it no better your nigga can't sing ain't that the truth why we always gotta pretend like that that he can sing and uh i kept thinking like chris brown and drake that fight must have looked like friday night sissy fights man like all that <laughs> ah, they were throwing pillars at each other light skin sassy anger all over the place that's the like, softest fight ever yeah and the, the thing that was weird too about about that was drake wasn't there but he was up for like 17 awards man one thing i got geared drake credit for drake was featured on everything yeah it I, was like so 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 with drake so 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 with drake so 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 with drake yeah, I feel bad for uh Drake, man, because like ever since that fight, if Chris Brown shows up, then he doesn't. You know, it's like two women that shop at the same store for all their clothes. Like, I don't want to be there. That bitch wears my same outfit. Ain't that the truth? Uh, Nicki Minaj was there. She was featured on a Chris Brown song, and she uh rapped for eight straight bars. And I said, Oh, that's right. I I forgot that I don't mind Nicki Minaj so bad when she's actually rapping. When she's actually rapping, which yeah. is very rare very 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 rare yeah she the rapper she be singing hooks and shit yeah Mm-mm. and i thought chris brown did a great job i just felt bad for whoever the woman in the passenger seat was on the ride home ain't that the truth you know how he he goes on the ride home from those award shows mm-hmm. chris tucker came out to host everybody was excited for five seconds then they realized jackie chan wasn't coming there so what was the point uh man I feel like this. Chris Tucker was like, I owe y'all niggas a favor, so I'm coming. He looked like he did not want to be there. Chris Tucker didn't do comedy. He did honesty. Yeah. Because he didn't do anything. But shout out who was there for the every time he was on the stage. He'd be like, oh, Bobby Brown. Bobby, you and Bobby in here. Bobby's over here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He didn't Justin come. Timberlake, I see you now bringing sexy back. Justin Timberlake he, he is over here. Prepared. He didn't He, he didn't, didn't even have jokes on him. He no. He just mentioned that they were attending. Yeah. He made like one Miguel joke, and then he just shouted people out for five minutes. Um, and it was weird, man, because it's like, when are these jokes going to start? Then he said, I'm only doing this because of IRS, and I believed him. Like, none of the jokes, yeah, yeah, I, I believe none of the jokes that he made felt like jokes. Nah, that nigga was serious. He was like, do you think my black ass really would be here if the IRS went on my ass? No. Yeah, he said, uh, Wesley Snipes, basically, uh, he took advice from him, so he got some good Snipes slander, some Ron, Ron Osley IRS slander. Didn't bring up Lauren Hill, so he must have done some research. Ain't that the truth. Sisters he, don't he, like he that. He paid some money sisters don't like that uh miguel won an award and then he kissed this woman that was next to him i said go ahead bro show him that you ain't gay uh, the, that out man that dude right there uh when i didn't even know he was performing and i i didn't even know anything about him till he uh nut crunched the lady in the face <laughs> nut crunch yeah. yeah across the face when he jumped mm-hmm. so i never knew anything about him and i was like oh shit he coming on stage you better hide your hide your uh white young white women. Mm-hmm. I said, "Oh shit, he coming on stage." I would say, "Uh, women, uh, be careful if you want to give your uh, white women, especially white men, be careful you want to give your man head because he might break your neck." Yeah, you know what? The other thing with Miguel that was weird was like he won a BET award, but I'm pretty sure not too long ago he said black people were the most judgmental people on the face of the earth. 
yeah and, so, and then, then he, i guess it's cool since we judged him acceptable of an award right yeah didn't didn't he come out there with that coat looking like it had tracks and weeds? uh that's later karen oh, I'm just s- skipping all of i'm sorry should i even look at these tweets because you go just, ahead go ahead i'm sorry <laughs> just fucking up my time um uh lala was there i said uh is that lala i thought she worked for vh1 me too but it was good to see her working again man now mellow probably out fucking some groupies or something like that um <laughs> Uh, there was a McDonald's commercial that the premise of it was old black men talking about their grandchildren. And I appreciate that black fatherhood made a, or grandfatherhood made a appearance. There's also a weird commercial I didn't like, which was Lay's Chips, where a woman's getting a manicure and there's some Lay's Chips there that the manicurist has. Mm -hmm. And the manicurist gets a phone call or something, picks up the phone, turns back, and the white lady now has eating all the chips and the chips crumbs are on her fingers and hands and shit Uh-oh. and she's still expecting her nails to be clean i was like she better leave a big ass tip ain't that you done ate my food Mm-mm. i was very upset uh, I, I mean and my thing is this do you know she you know got sharp utensils fucking with your cuticles and shit come on dog uh gabrielle union is starting in a new uh i think made for tv series or movie or something mm-hmm. on bet mary jane mary something being mary jane i believe was the name of it yeah that should look terrible i kept thinking i kept thinking about half bait you're the only mary jane i ever need mm-hmm. um but uh it was weird because it's hard to see gabrielle union in a role where she's not making everybody mad by fucking a black a white man true like that's pretty much her staple of her career is uh i'm just gonna i'm gonna be the love interest of a white man like if you look at pretty much her whole movie history it's just and then i made them mad dating a white man <laughs> it's like how many times they mad I, at me because i'm dating a white man yeah i guess a lot of sisters must support that shit or something but i'm like how are you a star and that's your whole hook is uh i'm dating a white man you mad i think that should be the title of <laughs> all her movies that should be the title of her next movie i'm dating a white man you still mad don't um, be because well if y'all fuck you i'm still dating them so now she's dating brothers in this one and she got a family that ain't shit and she works at a magazine and uh they were they they're gonna raise show. your hand am i the only one working in here raise your hand yeah so i guess in her own way it's still a niggas ain't shit but it's like these this is my family and these niggas ain't shit yep and black men ain't shit nobody ain't shit but me so that does it cool beans um <laughs> robin thick uh did a nice performance he was all up in the crowd and all that stuff and of course he gets the hood pass he uh is dating paula Patton, uh you know a really beautiful black woman um mm-hmm. and i like robin thick uh not rest i don't really listen to his music like that but i like his image and appeal because he's not that cool white dude that's trying to be black or prove that he's down he's just a cool ass white dude, dude making yeah. whiteness cool you know, yeah, I like that's that. true. Like I put him in my cool ass white dude Hall of Fame. Yeah. I don't like all his music, but the songs I fuck with, I fuck with hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he had the girls on stage with him, but they were wearing a lot more clothes than I remember in the video. I was very disappointed. I mean, stick to the truth of the art, buddy. If you're gonna have the beautiful women walk around naked, uh, let's let's stick to that, buddy. Um. Gabrielle Union was all there kissing up on Dwayne Wade. I thought that was just disrespectful. What a home wrecking whore. Um, <laughs> but she got the right to, though. Kendrick Lamar won an award. Uh, he wasn't there to receive it, even though he was there at the award show. I think he was backstage getting ready to perform. 
probably so but uh he didn't hear himself get the award or whatever uh but it's okay he got one later Forrest whitaker is gonna be in the movie called black nativity now we all know about the butler which everybody's gonna go see i'm assuming if you're black that's the mandatory blackness assignment for next year you need to see the butler by the end of black history month next year <laughs> got oprah in it it's gonna be good black panthers in it uh butlers in it presidents he's gonna be a magical negro that makes jfk care about the black people it's gonna be beautiful well he's also in black nativity which seems to be like a musical or something i don't know what that is you didn't see the commercial for black nativity Mm-mm. What had Mary J. Blige and Angel Wings with a struggle blonde wig on? Oh, I know. I missed that one. Oh, it was so struggle. It was so, it was like, boy, you got to go live with your grandparents now. And his grandparents was like Forrest Whitaker and shit. Um, oh, no, thank you. And then every scene they were singing and shit, but I, I'm, I'm into oh, it. I, I, yeah. I don't, I'm I don't, not going to go see it in oh, theaters. No, I'm not going to go see it. You know, um, the butler is like the, like mm-hmm. soul food is that one black movie we go see a year that, and all of us can agree on, like, cause you know, most of the time, us and your mom and dad, we know they don't gr- agree on everything, but we'll go see the butler. Yeah, it's gonna be good, man. He's gonna be so magical. People gonna be caring about it and shit. It's gonna be good. They gonna be, he gonna be single. It's gonna be like the Black Forest Gump. Yeah. Kill yeah. all the niggers! Wait a minute. He served me the finest tea with the most dignity ever. I am ashamed. How many shoes does the president got? A hundred and something. That's right. <laughs> I shined them all. I counted every one of them. <laughs> uh-huh. Why? Because I'm the butler. <laughs> Black butler. Um. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I didn't understand why it was a uh, why it was called Black Nativity. Shouldn't it be called Black Nativity too? Because the f- original Nativity is Black Nativity. Message. Ah. I'm ready for the Halloween version though. Paranormal Black Nativity. That's gonna be good. Now that's gonna be worth watching. Um, what high Black Nativity? High Black Nativity. Yeah, I don't understand. People get high. That's the whole point. Mm. Uh, the Nativity scene. I missed that. What? I, I'm sorry. It's okay, Karen. It's just a terrible, <laughs> just a terrible joke. Terrible joke. That's all. Um, that Wayne Brady came out there, and he was uh. He had this like air about him like he didn't really belong, but like it was coming internally, not from everybody judging him. And it, he said something weird because he was like, whoa, I almost tripped falling down the stairs coming up to the stage or whatever. And he was like, that would have just undone all the work I've done the last couple of years. And I'm like, the work you've done trying to be black. I don't get it. You've been black the whole time. That's yes, been the point of what you said was that, you know, there is no entrance into blackness you're a black man period and people should respect that about you so i felt kind of like it was counterproductive for him to say that because it's like um if you would have tripped and fell it would have been funny but you still be a black brother that tripped and failed and we laugh at that i think that's the truth i trip on anybody trip and fall should i trip and laugh at myself mm-hmm. professor lch was there and she said i feel like i'm doing my life wrong by watching this show i swear bet awards and i said Mm-mm, gabby done went and got her hair permed up for this you she sure did. Yeah, you don't do that. When Gabby showed, when Gabby was laid, I said, I see you, boo. She walked up there like, bitch, I dare you to talk about my hair tonight. Who gonna check me, boo? I ain't that the truth. I appreciated that. Um, I take these strong legs and kick you with them. Mm-hmm. She like the, 
front of the just for me box yeah 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 she did just for me r kelly came and they did some kind of a weird choir rendition of all his greatest hits um and then he just like he peeing on the kids he wasn't up for any awards well i did say the first few rows need to wear that gallagher plastic cover shit yeah some additional piss ain't that the truth um (laughs) he does all these medleys and shit and the entire time i can't get the piss puns out of my head it was terrible like when they said uh after sudden and there's something and this and after the original it's probably piss and i was like (laughs) oh that's not it that's not it um but uh he was there and then he ends it with that's my time y'all and he walks off stage i was like what is this did he get the light at the comedy club he must have did that's like nigga you got to go yeah uh he was wearing like a spiky jacket too and leather a lot of a lot of leather at leather this back in show. style yeah in the middle ain't it too hot for leather people was wearing leather everywhere black people just bought all the leather up in all the <laughs> stores <laughs> everywhere poke house it's gonna be a leather shortage next week where they're like yo we out of leather no more leather we, the BET y'all, we gotta award. do suede no leather yeah the bet awards happen we're having a worldwide leather shortage deficiency uh but i was like cool you know it's bet awards man woman beaters opening the show pedophiles on center stage aaron hernandez presenting the next award good it's good to see um, wow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh marvin sap they was there they showed him he was about to do some gospel stuff and uh i had to stop man i wonder if marvin sap gets hoes you know you probably do yeah i think so why wouldn't he right yeah they church hoes they real too now uh erica badu came on stage and um she was walking around um looking uh with a sun-kissed shirt on and some blue tights and i enjoy her presence but i really enjoy her walking away um because she had that badu booty and i see how niggas end up in thrift shop clothes and <laughs> and, re- and burning incense and reading spoken and talk, doing spoken word and shit i see how andre 3000 got off track you know what i mean it makes a lot of sense to me watching her walk off that stage i was like you know what man maybe i need to start ah! trying to save money and stopping that goodwill you know maybe that's what i need to do in my life uh mariah carey came out there yeah mm-hmm. i don't know what kind of sparkling half sheer half dress she call herself wearing i mean a lot of people say it was pretty mm-hmm. i think she looked like a fool that like i said that's just me <laughs> um and she was over there trying to you know bring it back to 1985 hitting her high notes and shit and I, she was lip syncing yeah that's the thing man um mariah to me just seems like a a retard yeah it seems like, like she seems like a wrong like one of those people that just didn't develop correctly because she's like really believes that prince's shit yeah yeah i mean she she has been uh bubble gum bubble pop she's been butterfly she's been rainbow bright right all her albums are happy cheerful and colorful when you gonna grow up she seems like a woman that can't fuck 
Mm. Oh, that of, shit would be so boring. Yeah. Speaking of the list of bad women that can't fuck, add Mariah Carey to bad women that I have, I absolutely am sure will not fuck you good. Probably wouldn't even suck your dick. She's just terrible. Uh, the, the real husbands of Hollywood were out there. That was cool. Um, Bobby Brown came out there with them and I said, Bobby! Bobby! The king of R&B. He was out there. Yes. I, I said, uh, I said, Bobby Brown, cause I didn't know Bobby Brown was gonna be on the show. I said, Bobby Brown gonna be on the show. Yes! Mm-hmm. I expect him to do crack and keep it cracky, real cracky. He was keeping it cracky cause he made a joke about being cracky and I was like, well, that was nice of you to, to throw them that line. To just come out there just to tell people, um, I used to be a drug addict basically and make a joke about it. Oh yeah. He, uh, he gonna take that show to the stars. That, that show will be greatness now. Jamie Foxx won actor of the year for Django. And um I didn't realize Jay- that Jamie Foxx had a tattoo on the back of his head. Apparently he's had it for years. I just Me- didn't know. You know what? Makeup. Makeup is beautiful. Because I ain't guarantee you, you didn't make up. I was like, we cannot be letting that show cover that up. I feel like I know this, but I forget it every time I see him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, every time I see him, I will always be surprised he has a tattoo on the back of his head. You know, I thought maybe Calvin Candy branded it there when uh he had him trapped. Ah! He probably did. He had a, a Trayvon shirt on. Oh, which is greatness. I love that I appreciate, shirt. I appreciate Every Can time- I just say, I will never not fuck with Jamie Foxx, dog, mm-hmm. because of that. Like, that's so dope that a dude of his caliber and talent actually does choose to make a statement like that. Because mm-hmm. as much as people act like it's nothing to do, um, this is not the shit that other stars are getting involved in because nope. they don't want to be... quote unquote divisive by taking a stance that innocent black kids should not be shot down in the street like they're a common thug um and i appreciate him doing that man it really means a lot to me it means i think it means a lot to a lot of people it does um and putting that awareness out there um with a person of his stature you're not gonna see denzel say anything about it will smith's never gonna Mm -hmm. say anything about it uh, other you know other black stars are going to completely avoid this because they don't want to deal with the involved. idea of people going oh fuck that uh jamie fox is pro trayvon martin trayvon martin's a thug and blah 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 he was like no fuck you i'm because he wore it last year uh at a big award show and then he wore he it did. this one and i said cool man i appreciate that me too like it was, I think he had Trayvon and then the Sandy Hook kids surrounding him. Yeah. At the last award show I watched with him. So that was cool. Um, and then he made the most random, ridiculous speech I've ever heard in my life where he said, look, we are all Django is a black superhero movie, which I agree with. It was a black superhero movie, but then yes, he said, we all Django, we all black men controlling our destinies. Uh, Jay Z is Django, Nas is Django, Two Chains Django. I said, ah! stop your brakes not right there Mm-mm. get your brakes on uh they kept saying cr was up next cr's up next so i was happy oh, about that she's terrible and um mm, mm, she's terrible at, at she's like the chris brown of, of r&b she she's pretty women. she's pretty don't please don't get me wrong i mean the girl was cut she was pretty yeah but her, her whole outfit looked like it was a dollar she had like dollar bill outfits i was yeah. like that i could buy that outfit it, was for a it was very tacky it was very tacky she kept bending and squatting and shit like that yeah you know because she got a body but she can't sing you know what's weird to me is like everybody still was stuck on that ciara's gay stuff like maybe not even a year ago i remember i went on twitter and i said 
oh cam newton's dating ciara that's a good look man she's you know that, that chick is bad and all these people came on my timeline like, she's a man she's a man fuck you she looked like a man i was like she does not look, look like, like a fucking a, man no are y'all trying to say i'm blind and it is a good look and they were like no he could do so much better i was like he's not marrying the girl he's having sex with her i would love to put my penis inside ciara and watch her work her hips that's all i'm saying <laughs> nobody is fucking talking about marrying her or taking her away and giving her all your money god damn can i just think a girl looks good so i was like are we still calling her a man because if so i guess i'm gay okay i'll just <laughs> i'll be gay for the night for ciara fuck y'all y'all don't know what y'all talking about um Allstate has a new commercial mm-hmm. and it is the dumbest slogan i've ever seen uh it was a black community meeting and all the black people were like, yeah, rah, 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 you know, supporting each other. And they were like, give it up. I'm tired of all these bad stories about us. Why can't we just talk about some good things? Give it up for good. Allstate. Give it up for good. I was like, wait. Allstate? Give it up for good? Is that that sounds like I need to drop my Allstate coverage, right? Allstate. Give it up for good yeah because you know because 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 when you sound unprofessional and you sound like jimmy and them and the boys and the boys around the corner made that slogan mm-mm. yeah it's just it just doesn't I fuck around it won't have insurance it's just if you put that on a flyer all state give it up for good i'm gonna be like yo i was like is this an ad is, is this is this an ad from for geico <laughs> you know all state give it up for good and come to state farm uh quavenjanae wallace was there being as precious as she want to be sassy she was pretty trolling everybody so of course i had to go check the onions timeline and they knew how to act this time so Uh-oh. they was fine yeah they yeah they 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 was not uh fucking with her she she was taller than um whatchamacallit um crap his name won't come to me uh kevin hart yeah i, I got that dumb. i was like because if i start talking i definitely would go say kevin hart yeah she was about as tall as him but they had a little skid and he looked at her almost like bitch because <laughs> she was like punching him or something he went down yeah um the other thing was they showed best man the the sequel like mm-hmm. commercials or whatever i'm not going to and i was that. thinking like yo uh oh no no no. the cast and crew came out to present an award mm-hmm. i'm like yo terrence howard signed up for the best man sequel but not the iron man sequel was it money or Who? did he just say no it was a money thing, but still, who's advising this nigga? Because I know Best Man did not pay him more than Iron Man. Of course not. And he wanted more upfront than Robert Downey Jr. And you know, it they was one. It was like the, the the theme of this night was Rod makes a joke. Five people try to come in and make some type of damn correction to the joke or addendum to the joke. Um, and like at this time, Scarfinger and Indifference and a couple people was like, but he was in the. It was the sequel to Iron Man. I'm like, you know the fucking joke, and you know exactly what I meant. Come on, guys. You, I made 57 jokes. People were, you'll ah! see later people were like, well, what about this? I'm like, I'm making jokes. I've made 50 jokes tonight. Don't stop with this one. Don't be that guy. Um, Rashida from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta got nominated for an award. I was shocked because I was like, as much as I hear about everybody on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, I ain't seen that one album on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I ain't seen that one track hit the air. Ain't nothing playing on my local station. I was like, oh shit, she actually made a song. Yeah, and uh it wasn't about fire being out your ass, so I don't think. At least I don't think so. That's what she was rapping about last episode. Yeah, but um she got nominated. 
which is more than k michelle uh the, uh jocelyn uh carly red any of them can say ain't that the truth so she gonna be talking shit next season what i had no idea she really made music but of course Nicki minaj won because she's the only female rapper that cares or that anybody knows yeah yep um and then the, what i found weird too was that people corrected me for that terrence howard joke some one of the dudes actually believed that Terrence Howard needed should have got more upfront money than Robert Downey Jr. for the sequel. Oh, is he Iron Man? Right. Okay. I was, I was like, come on, dog. He was so easily replaced. Shut up. Um, Nicki Minaj got on stage and thanked all the people in the Best Man because she said she went to school for acting. She did, and she and I said that explains everything. That's true. And uh, <laughs> all we seen was her boobs and blonde hair. Yeah, and her ass, of course. Um, but. You know, Nikki's so fake anyway as far as everything that makes her. Like, it seems like her whole life has been one big performance piece of character acting. And I have to give her, uh, you know, I have to give her props, man. Like, she just threw herself into the role of Nicki Minaj, the anime, big boob, big titty, big uh, ass Barbadol-looking yeah. chick. And uh, she looks like a fucking weirdo to me. Is Yes, she does. Like, as as attractive as I think Ciara is, real talk, that is how weird I think Nicki Minaj looks. Like, just, you look fucking, like, if one of those, if you told me one of those used to be a dude, it's Nicki Minaj. Like, uh-huh. I'm like, everything on you is fake as fuck. Even your eyes are fake. Like, everything about you, it's like she's going to come apart like the girl in uh, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. Yeah, if it rains, don't she gonna make, melt. Don't make me hop after you. You know, like that. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so she was looking weird. Um, That's normal. Yep. Um, being Mary Jane, another preview. They kept showing previews for the same shit uh, every time. Yes, that and that gospel thing. Then I, I got bored, so I said, uh, Miguel came out on stage. He was playing the guitar for all of 14 seconds and around a raised platform. Wearing a, a jacket made of chocobo feathers oh, for all my Final Fantasy people. <laughs> Somebody said that coat looked like it had weave tracks. He looked yeah. like he, he robbed the peacock. That shit looked terrible. Yeah, I was like, protect your neck. Miguel is back. And he came up there. Yeah, they're going to be a whole lot. There was a whole lot of cold roosters because, man, he took all their damn feathers. <laughs> he played like four seconds of guitar. And then got that, he threw that guitar away like it was used tissue. Like, get it away from me. Um, and I said, uh, Miguel is the new prince. Hashtag BET awards. Hashtag mentions going to hell. And they did. Nobody agreed. Of course not. Couple people came through and said, I agree, but I was like, I was lying. I was just making a joke. Um, so, uh, I was like, y'all see the edges on Miguel's jacket? Ah, they was, they was laid in the shade, wouldn't they? Mm hmm. They was relaxed. Uh, somebody said, I've never seen a guitar lip sync until tonight. <laughs> oh, that was my girl, Sports and Boots. Um, and I'll say, Miguel takes that jacket to the beautician, not the dry cleaners. <laughs> <laughs> he got a sew in. Yeah, he like, let me get this permed. Um, so, uh, started from the bottom, was nominated for an award for best hip hop song of the year. And Drake didn't win, but I wanted him to win because I want to encourage him to keep rapping and stop singing. Ain't that the truth? Quit singing. But Don't the, nobody care about your lullabies. But the real dude really that, that deserved to win won. Um, and that was Kendrick Lamar. And it was cool because he gave a really good speech about how 
you know he if you're a kid watching this i was in your same neighborhood i was the same position i was in a situation where i wasn't supposed to make it out and i did and now i'm here and i'm winning and uh you guys can do it too and i said man that boy is so mature He's so young to be that fucking mature. He's an impressive man. Yes, he is. And that's when they announced that K. Michelle won the best hair over Miguel's jacket. And I said, God damn it, I demand a recount. <laughs> over Gabby Douglas and Miguel's jacket. Are you serious yeah, right now? No, 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 baby. No, no. K. Michelle won because and, and, and because she had the most wig changes within a minute that's why she won that's that's what the world was really for Didn't nobody tell nobody this. and wall street said there is no award i mean there's an award for best hair at bet awards and i said yeah but there's no award for best swimmer either isn't that odd <laughs> ain't that the truth Mm-hmm. um and i found out that the gap band stands for like a big long ass like the such and such Greenville's da 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 projects or something. Oh, it's just a Gap Band. I don't. Yeah, but I didn't know because they were honoring uh, Uncle Charlie. Um, yes, Charlie Wilson, and he told everybody what it really stood for, and I said, "That's cool, man." I had no idea that that's what it stood for. Is that what the Gap store at the mall stands for? No, no, it's uh, not the same. No, the Gap store in the mall is for people. It's for anybody under the under the size of six. Justin Timberlake was presenting the, uh, you know, achievement award to nah, Uncle Charlie. I love me some Justin Timberlake. I ain't well, even you know lie. who don't? Most black women, especially of a certain age. Uh oh, I love Justin. Cause he Timberlake. betrayed Jenny Jackson at the Super Bowl, and it will never <laughs> be the same until you do right by me. How dare you flash her nipples and leave her out there to hang? Everything you do is gonna crumble, Justin Timberlake uh so yeah a lot of black women my timeline was like "Mm -mm, not feeling justin not even honoring this black man well i still love him booby flash and all i still love him and they showed uh uncle charlie went to like iraq last year and they showed him with some of the soldiers it was only the black soldiers i was mad i was like that schism get y'all white soldiers need to get y'all ass up there and learn about some uncle charlie uh, India Reed was out there as part of the tribute for him. Man, she was twinkle, twinkle, little goddamn star in that outfit. She was sparkling and shining, and truth be told, she sounded terrible. She had a gold bodysuit on, like she should be in a Soul Train line. And you know what? I was just waiting for do 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 do. I, I, yes, and you know what? I'm mad at the cameraman. It is BET, and she turned around and they panned away from her booty shot. I was like, "Fuck you, BET. Black is in your name." I wanted to see that ass too. The only thing I got to see was a lot of camel digits. If you know what I'm saying, fellas? Yeah, all up camel in grill. and sparkling from 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 them um, sprinkles that she had on that suit. Jamie Foxx came out there and was performing some of uh, Charlie Wilson's music, and he did. You, you know, I'm gonna tell you right now, they did not pick good people to to do justice to his songs i don't know if anybody can they can't they can't but you got to do a tribute can that's that's mandatory you do a tribute right yes so jamie fox came out there and did his but he didn't wear the blue suit from django like i wish he did <laughs> that'd have been that'd have been epic stevie wonder came out there dressed like a african book shop shop man i do not know why they let that blind man dress himself whoever his real joe people is need to be shot y'all let that man pick out his own clothes that's he terrible not pick out his own clothes you know that's he, his wife you know man he did pick out his own clothes because who gonna come out there looking like they just came back from the african black store with all them pictures of them masks on their shirts obviously his wife is trying to keep them hoes off stevie karen and that's what she does since he can't check um <laughs> 
Oh, the mask ain't gonna ain't, ain't gonna deter hoes. Hoes don't care nothing about no mask. So Uncle Charlie uh came up on stage wearing a red jacket that had all kinds of designs on it. And if you look past it, you can see a sailboat was actually on there. Yes, and uh his jacket looked like a old school uh church fan. Like you know how they had you had a fabric church fans. I don't yeah. know if you noticed know uh, the Chinese Chinese fans they pop out. Mm-hmm. He yeah, he had that pattern going on. Uh and he called his uh grandchildren cheering oh yeah then he called himself out on it and i said that's good that's good blackness and that's why i fucks with you uncle charlie yeah that's an old man right there cheering mm-hmm. uh uncle charlie got uh a white wife and everybody's like she middle eastern and i said no y'all say that because y'all like him she look white. white that's a white woman unless she a super saiyan black woman like beyonce and them she is a white woman stop trying to act like she's not and bob from half <laughs> Uh, I think either Bar Tone hit me up and said, "Yeah, she took a million where he had nothing." Definitely a white woman. It's <laughs> like, God damn it! I hope nobody saw that one. <laughs> and ain't nothing wrong with that. He loved that woman. Yeah, but you know that's a terrible, terrible stereotype. <laughs> Black women deal with ain't shit niggas all the time. It's a nigga yeah, on somebody's couch do. right now. Somebody listen to shit. our show. He's looking at the nigga. Had, like, mm-hmm, yeah, they talking about your old lazy ass. Right. A couple listening to our show just had an awkward. Mm, it's you moment. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Charlie Wilson goes up there, gives his very kind speech, accepts his award. I'm accepting. Okay, you accept your award. You go sit back down. That's normally what happens at these awards. And Justin Timberlake awkwardly asks him, like, "Hey, man, do you want to like sing like a song or something?" And this man, oh my goodness, this legend took the motherfucking show over took the roof off the building exploded that shit rebuilt it and blew it up again and, and what, one thing i can say about uh charlie murphy charlie wilson oh, charlie murphy lord charlie. have mercy mm. <laughs> charlie murphy i don't know charlie murphy can't sing mm-hmm. uh one thing about uh charlie wilson is that he is a true performer like like you can tell that he he can sing and he can perform and he can really sing it's it's not no fakeness they didn't have to you know uh do stuff to make his voice sound right the nigga can sing and he didn't even the thing that i thought that was dope he sold me on the idea that he wasn't prepared to do this obviously uh, they've been preparing for for a long time yeah but he sold like he just was like i guess i'll sing give me the mic he took center stage. I noticed there was a band out there, but even with that, I was like, okay, he'd probably do like a little bit of a song or something. This nigga he rocked. He put on a full concert. He rocked the house for a good 15 minutes, and I'm not joking. And you know what? And I was mad when he left. I was like, oh, um, um, that's it, like, um, we, um, uh, and, and he, then, you know, I thought the show was over when he finished. I was like, he also destroyed all the people that did the tribute to him. Yes. Like that is amazing. Like normally that doesn't happen. You know, like a couple of the people you're like, Oh, Jennifer Hudson did that better than such and such. He no. destroyed everybody that did the tribute. He's like, this is my shit. This is how y'all need to sing this motherfucking songs. He was LeBron James of this shit because he had people out there on one leg like pharrell who's on one singing leg like Dwayne wade yes he is and i didn't mind hearing pharrell sing some of uncle charlie music i said god damn what is going on right Ain't now that's true i was like that's why y'all call him uncle he just let everybody in i make everybody better come on yeah and pharrell's rocking caprice and i didn't even mind that he was wearing the Dwayne wade spring fashion line i said good for ah, you ah yeah he was young brother 
uh i appreciated that man uh apparently he never got the rest of those pants he got ripped off somehow but he paid full price come on dog yeah get your money back son like honestly when he got done it was like well i don't know 10 15 or something Mm-hmm. i was like just in the show Yo, you know what and i know it's supposed to go to eleven thirty. there's but, nothing to do after this no and my and, me, and i looked at roger and i say this was unfair to everybody they had to perform after him it was like that part right there he literally should have ended the show like 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 his performance should have been like the very last thing they did mm-hmm. because out of everybody that performed i ain't got time for the other night he was the best performance, and and yes, he, he literally it's not even close. No, and, and to me, out of all the BETs I've been watching, this is literally had got to be one of the best performances and tributes that I've ever seen. He literally made my night. All you could see up and down the timeline was people dancing, people singing, people. You know, it was almost like he bought the party out. And it was like even though you know people were tweeting, wasn't there? It's like the way he performed, he bought the people at, at their house into into the atmosphere with them it was like right. everybody was on People, one accord all of those artists in there that think they're so important instantly turned into fans yes that instantly. is t- that's talent and like that's a real talent that travels with you you don't need lip sync you nope. don't need all this shit and it was amazing because talent doesn't come to these award shows as often anymore because no, they don't not. need it. No. Kanye uh, just had an album drop. He wasn't at the award show. Jay-Z has an album dropping in four days. He didn't need a BET Awards. He was like, I'm good. Like the, the people that are really talented are like, I don't need this shit. You know, so it was amazing to see somebody getting tribute that had actual talent and it stood out so much from everybody else. Yes. And, and- I felt go ahead Karen. no and it was one of those things where it literally um made me want to go see him live and i know i was talking to tweeting with some people and they was like i've seen him live they was like they was like this nigga sang for like 30 straight minutes live one time and like didn't break didn't stop he just sung like the whole time and you know to me that's really old school and it's one of those things where he actually has he actually has talent Mm-hmm. Which is almost a rarity nowadays because it's almost reversed. It's like you look good, then we worry about talent later. Right. But, there was a lot of people lip syncing the shit today that just fit a certain mold of what yes. a quote unquote star should be. Chris Brown, Sierra, uh, Mariah Carey, whatever. But they weren't actual legitimately talented stars that could carry a tune without lip syncing, move around and dance. I mean, he's an older gentleman and he's running around dancing on stage. He's and got. He's, he's outperforming everybody. Not yeah. like they have his age. Most of the people he was on stage with was old enough to be his true, his grandkids and great grandkids, yeah. and he was out doing them. Um, and then speaking of great grandkids, I felt really bad because J Cole was up next. That boring ass nigga. I was like, you need oh. to bring, you need to bring Uncle Charlie out there with you too, because it's the only way you want to go on stage after him. And he tried his heart out. Mm-mm. and because, i just felt bad because yeah. he can't catch a break released the same week as kanye now he got to perform after uncle charlie goddamn yeah and not only that it was like when he came out the timeline went up it boring boring i'm going to sleep he nigga bon-. i mean like i said and i tried i literally have tried to listen to j cole but there is he's very monotone to me and I, I i can fuck with drake harder than i can fuck with him i i cannot explain it he has done nothing to fascinate me and draw my attention my timeline was full of j cole slander nigga was terrible he had a song about how he doesn't fix his his smile and 
sean underscore pa said nigga fix your grill <laughs> his music lover said oh god i'm about to go to sleep yeah um, the only thing you you put that music on before you take a nap that's the only shit you're gonna get hyped for other than that the coldest he, his his miss don't hype me up dre is cool ass said everyone need a cooling off period after uncle charlie j cole is perfect <laughs> brandon said this nigga picked one of the sleepiest night night sounding songs off the album bet's awards yeah and i said was- hey thank god j cole's light skin because that's what's carrying him with these ladies in this audience because it was it wasn't there's not like anybody knew the words to that shit they was just like he fine though that's all about and you know what that was the longest five minutes ever. i was like oh please he, like he started off sitting down and people uh, post knocking out said j cole isn't fat enough to be sitting here during this whole performance <laughs> miss underscore miss holiday said i like you as a person j cole Keita Beta said, poor J. Cole, always the bridesmaid. Oh. Uh, so yeah, that was just not good. Um, they tribute, they did a tribute to the people that died, talked about Jim Kelly and stuff like that. That was mm-hmm. cool. Um, then they, of course, after that, they had the gospel women come out and I really hate when they do that because, you know, I've been lusting over these beautiful black booties all night and then you want to bring me to the Lord. What are y'all doing? Ah! I was like, why do they do this? Why? Get that we over go, with at we, the beginning. Yeah, we go from uh, Charla Murphy to take me to the king. We should have did that at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it was a kind of a, you know, a, a thick snack of a woman. She said, take me to the king. I said, Burger King? Chicken King? Ah! These jokes not stopping just because it's gospel, y'all. <laughs> but then I, I had to stop because then I, they zoomed in on her a little bit, and I saw that she, was, she wasn't really fat. She was just thick. Yeah, she was thick. Mm. And I said, mm gospel women's think they wonder what they'll do something strange for some change you know what i'm saying ah, mm, ah. supersize it at the cane depend on if she believe we don't land them hands yeah paula Patton came out there with a bunch of black dudes and uh was she high or drunk she, she must have been rolling some e or something she was out of it she was so unfocused i'm like yo paula Patton might be a handful like Robin Thicke might, I thought I was like maybe he hit it backstage and she was just seeming well fucked or something, but I don't know. She like Paula Paula Patton might be the new Whitney Houston, where everybody thinks she's just a refined person because of the role she plays, mm-hmm. but in real life she's just some ratchet ass drug abusing motherfucker. That might be her, dog. Um, the next dude that performed played a smartphone as a guitar, and the only thing I could think was, goddamn, I'm old as fuck. Yeah, what happened to real guitars that you had to learn and then in, in, in the fifth grade learn your chords and learn how to play? Doesn't it seem like it would be much easier to play an actual life-size guitar guitar than a smartphone? It's, like, his touchscreen game must be crazy. I can't even type and text and, without fucking up letters. Ain't that the truth? I can't imagine the precision it would take to do that. That's not a job I would do. It's probably actually harder to actually probably play a real guitar but it's one of those things where I don't know. To me, that's laziness. I mean, I, and, and I'm pretty sure it's a talent because I know I can't do that shit. But it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, just go ahead and get a real guitar dog. Uh, also, um, Paula Patton, because that's the other thing. Everybody was like selling something, right? So every time you see one of these stars, the com- next commercial was always whatever they're in. Mm-hmm. So the first one, you know, it's like, uh, you know, and now presenting the award, the cast of, uh, <laughs> um best man or whatever it's like and then we we cut to the the best man holiday okay 
okay so this was paula Patton, and then they cut to paula Patton's new romantic comedy where she can't find a man mm-hmm. uh can we stop the beautiful woman can't find a man shit in hollywood like nobody believes it. i don't buy this premise that paula Patton is having a problem finding, finding a men. man ain't that the truth sorry don't believe not buying it maybe you like put it in a wheelchair give her one leg or like one eye something like something that would make people pause at the thought but no like maybe she just wore like a a, a letter like a, a jacket on her all the time to say i have aids or something like she can't she gonna easily find a man i don't want to believe this um so uh chris brown came i mean chris tucker came back up front and said uh i was backstage sleep and i believed him oh yeah 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 i think they had to wake him up and they they told him to feel time like you could see it they cut to him he's standing there with the mic looking at the camera and like are we on and it's like yeah go yeah yeah they like just go it's like go yeah they had to tell him that they was on because they came back and i was like i was looking like this nigga must not know he lied they clearly told him to feel three minutes until sierra could get out there of course and he did and it was terrible he did the worst Obama impression I have ever seen Im- ever. Yes. It's it's like a nigga who never ever watched any footage of Obama doing Obama impression. It's like Bill Clinton said to Obama, he said, you need to come out here and get some of these African women with me. And Obama's like, well, I don't think so. I'm like, what? That's not how Obama talks at all. No, it's not. He, it, it was laziness. Like, like his whole night was just laziness like i rather them got somebody that cared yep michael b jordan came out there with forrest whitaker so of course they had to promote a movie with michael b jordan in it and you know what that look that little brown light-skinned boy mm-hmm. can act his ass off oh yeah michael b jordan can act but that that dialogue he had with forrest whitaker pitching about the pitch his show mm-hmm. i mean his movie fruitvale station mm-hmm. the worst acting he's ever done that was so wooden yeah I was like, well, this isn't really selling everybody any talent. Hopefully the trailer will. Oh yeah. Um, and they show the, um, they show the trailer. Um, oh wait. And, um, first of all, they presented the award. The award was for like best the rap with, uh, different people on it. Drake was on every feature. <laughs> Wasn't he though? Aesop Rocky won. Um, and he came up there so Capri's, uh, looking straight up, you know, representing New York City. Uh, then they show Fruitvale Station. And it's the Oscar Grant story, basically. And Oscar Grant is the dude who got killed in uh, the subway in, like, um, Oakland or San Francisco area or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Michael B. Jordan is playing him. And obviously, this is going to be a very trying story about a guy who gets gunned down by the police in front of everybody in the subway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, uh, white people, do not go see Fruitvale Station opening weekend or during primetime hours, weekday, weekday matinee only. Niggas are going to be punching people coming out that theater. Yeah, they are not going to be happy. I won't, I, I, I can't do that. So I know I won't be going to watch that. One. That is a black make them mad if I've ever seen one. That is a black make them mad movie. That'll make you madder than Gabriel Union fucking 17 white dudes in the same movie. I'm sorry. Ha ha ha. Uh, Dwayne Wade won a, uh, won an award for being a good humanitarian that cheats on his wife and leaves her uh even after they have two kids but and it, but baby, drives her crazy he said the library yeah he said the library but um you know come on uh and then somebody took my joke and got mad the real heem d 
uh couldn't tell if i was joking or not after the seventy-five thousand jokes i made tonight ah, so that's the truth he wanted to have a discussion what what is, what is we having a discussion to the bet was come on dog get Nigga, a life black men always want to correct me for hating Dwayne wade for leaving his wife like but they was both crazy then be crazy together and you made a promise motherfucker ah what's wrong with y'all that's why we can't have nice things and then he called at the end he ended it with gabrielle union was his beautiful black queen i was like what about your original beautiful black queen that took care of your ass when her family took you in when your ass is homeless hmm black queen that <laughs> you wouldn't be shit here without her um then they had a jamaican thing where some jamaican people was dancing man i was, I was so confused because mm-hmm. i was sitting there going um is they taking us back to chaperanes i don't understand this we was, we was going back to 19 and, and it came out of nowhere yeah I they was, didn't even introduce it. No, it was no, it was no reasoning behind it. It was no, hey, we could, we, we're doing something for Jamaica. It was just like, the lady started singing. I was like, I know this song, but I don't understand why we performing this, 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 this 10 minute skit about nothing right now. I don't think I've ever been, uh, more confused by Jamaican stuff. And then at the same time, I wanted to see daggering and they didn't get to any. What's a daggering? Da- you don't know about daggering the dance? No. I'll show you the video after we get off. And okay. I- I'll show you how to dance. I'll show you the dance when we get off. There. Okay. Um, all right. So, um, Nikki was dancing around to the Jamaican stuff, all in the aisle and stuff. And that was actually, she, w- she didn't look cool at all doing dancing and jumping around all crazy in the aisle. But that is the most genuine and authentic she's ever looked, in my opinion. Cause she just kind of looked like a kid out there or just a person hype that you're hearing some of your favorite music. I, someone told me like she's Haitian or something like that. So maybe that's part of it, but it was cool, man, because a lot of these people are so image oriented that they never really get to be themselves. Yeah, and I never really get to be fans of them because it's just an image. And I don't want to like that kind of artist. Uh, two chains was there wearing a leather apron and looking like one of the things from battlefield earth so he's like good a for scarecrow him. he's tall yeah he's a weird looking dude man um uh and his his whole thing was kind of whack like i'm over two chains now you know i loved him in yeah once he started talking intelligent i was like Mm-mm. yeah i love two chains and predator 2 with danny glover but you know now <laughs> i don't know De- uh, bow wow came out there with a fan that won like some type of fan award and all i could think was i can't wait for him to be in fast and furious 7 oh he gonna be in it of course he that i mean he was in fast and furious tokyo drift and they're keeping all the movies in order and oh, the cast oh so we're up to the point nigga. now where he should he's be he's coming back he should be yeah, coming I, back no i was looking i saw i was looking like he wasn't in the last fast and furious i was confused he should be coming back man um they showed that butler trailer and i i love it again just just hype about it um, that butler if it wasn't for that butler you wouldn't be shit boy mm-hmm. as she get as, she, as oprah, oprah slapped him across she slapped the face the, she's like the black panther yes she did mm-hmm. i ain't scared of you boy yep i can't wait to cite that fucking movie man um and somebody and i didn't like any of the movies they had up for the war other than Django. and somebody was like what about beast of the southern wild and i was like i don't think i like that movie i think i like quavenjane yeah i've I, I never seen it and it's one of those things where out of all those movies, how Jane gonna not win? I got in a little bit of trouble because Taraji P. Henson was up there looking beautiful as always and manless as always. And I was like, man, she must be cut your dick off in your sleep level crazy to never show up to these awards with like, well, not even with a date. Like, 
she nobody nobody ever goes with taraji p she is beautiful man nobody is dealing with her i and is she really one of her characters in these movies that's real ratchet or what you know she like that one aunt that's always stag at every wedding like how many plus one uh, wedding invitations has she left blank in her life a lot she gotta be crazy man that's what i thought and then um professor lch told me stop making those jokes so i stopped so no more taraji p henson is crazy and need a man jokes even though I made 75,000 jokes that night. <laughs> and apparently that was the one that crossed the line for her. Um, uh, but yeah, um, somebody said, didn't her baby daddy die or some shit? We better investigate that shit. And I said, snapped. And then. Oh, <laughs> we was watching that the other night. Yeah. Somebody said, how many bre- bridesmaids dresses do you think Taraji owns? And I said, this comment has been redacted per Professor LCH. <laughs> Janelle Monet closed out the show performing. Um, and I said she performs with the furiosity of the porn star Monique. Like she, cause she gets, uh, she gets intensely into it, runs around. Uh, although, man, she's been wearing that same, that same look on her hair and for, the, the suits for a minute now. I, I like it. Is I that was, just I, her look forever for the rest of her what? life? I, I've always wondered. Do they not buy her no clothes? I kept saying, every time I see you in the same goddamn outfit, do they be like, wash it and wear it and I'm coming out again? Cause I was like, I don't see you in nothing else with suspenders, without suspenders. That is the, that is the most change I get out of your outfit, honey. Right. And Erica Badu came back out there, but, um, she had her ass covered up. So, mm, chili grapes. Don't care. No, she did have a lab coat on. Yeah. Somebody wanted me to discuss Taraji. On the show today, I said, I better just leave it alone. Yeah, and then, uh, Kevin Hart got on my nerves. Turn it out! Nigga, we heard you the, if I, the, yeah. the 58th time. Kevin Hart be trying so hard. Yeah, he do. Like, I don't find him as funny as other people do, and I know that's people's shit, and there's somebody yeah. mad right now. Yeah, I don't find but him as funny. I like know? that he tries hard, and he's always willing to go there, but he's just a really hard worker. Um... He's not just, I don't know, he's not one of those people that blows me away with his wit and intelligence. He's very, you know, uh, cartoonish. But I I like the dude, and I wish for a success, and I, you know, I I still think he's talented. I do, too. Uh, He ain't my type of hype, but that doesn't mean he's not funny or something like that. That's true, too. Before people get carried away. It's just not my thing. Um, And so then the After Awards show started, and I was going to watch that, and the first thing it cut to was no, not free from two years ago who i made me watch the entire post-war show yes freeing that damn dress i said hold up player the part after the party is probably this and i watched that shit for the rest of the night but uh, it showed ray j and brandy, brandy talking to two chain yeah and i said "Ooh, no mm. Mm, yeah let me tap out and go to bed uh, yeah because i was willing to stay up i was like yeah i was like mm, no yeah so that was it, man. Yeah, I, I didn't want Ray J talking about some swack swack and bullshit. No, I'm good. Yeah, that was it for the BET Awards for us, man. I enjoyed it. Um, hopefully other people saw it and they enjoyed it and, and enjoyed our talking about it and some of the, uh, you know, some of that stuff, man. Uh, we, other stuff happened today. Um, <laughs> um, some funny, some not so funny. Um, uh, Trayvon Martin's stepmom, mm-hmm. uh, went on Anderson Cooper's show. And people got mad because apparently she was being kind of petty and bringing up some stuff with uh, his um, bringing up some stuff with his like uh, father, and he ta- he stopped talking to her after 
some the shit went down his son got killed or whatever and she's not going to the trial and some people are upset that Anderson Cooper was like asking her certain questions one of the questions she answered was did he get killed because he did she think it was a racial thing that he got killed and she said she didn't think he got killed because he was black she didn't think George Zimmerman walked out the car and was like I'm gonna kill a black dude basically and um people are really pissed that she said that you know and for me honestly i'm not that upset man because i could see the point she's making which is george zimmerman didn't walk out of the car thinking i'm gonna kill a nigger but that's what happened Mm -hmm. and if he wasn't black he probably would be alive but she's basically saying like he's not kkk racist he's uh paula dean racist you know what i mean it's like okay yeah i understand that. you know what i mean but even still i don't give a fuck uh honestly uh i don't think the shit affects the trial it is odd that she's choosing now to come out especially to say the stuff about the father but what i did find poignant was her talking about you know the 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 child that she took a hand in raising for 14 years and humanizing him and talking about him having a big heart and caring about people and stuff like that mattered to me I know a lot of people go, ah, it doesn't matter. People won't care. People don't, I, it mattered to me because I, if I see, uh, 24 hours of news and 19 of them are telling me Trayvon Martin was what he tweets, what kind of music he listens to and implies that somehow his life is less than and somehow he's scary and menacing. I do need the other side to that. And I'm not comfortable with the news only uh talking about one side of this thing and i'm not comfortable with the you know the only people who want to talk are the people that want to vilify trey farm martin yeah so i'm happy that somebody you know i don't really care about her father and his her relationship you know the father and her relationship but i do care about what she had to say about trayvon being a good kid and you know she had tears about the subject and stuff and it's like because he's a real person yeah and 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 the thing about it and that that uh when a lot of times with the media and and a lot of people talk about it uh especially when it comes to black people they want to dehumanize you and act like your feelings are not valid you you don't have the right to emotions you don't have the right to be a human being how can you have love how can you be considerate how can you be passionate you know uh because a lot of the way uh we're presented is angry and aggressive and mad all the time when that's not that's not a fact and it's one of those things where, like you said, the, what, 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 and my thing is this, in our country, when it comes to children, for some reason, Caucasian children are allowed to do whatever they want to do as far as their rights to their feelings, their rights to their emotions, all of this stuff for black people, all of a sudden, it, it has to be, you, you, it has to be an excuse to why, you know, you can't just be a kid, you can't just be a child, there has to be something behind you just making an error, it has to be something behind you just making a mistake other than a child just being a child. Yeah, I'll, I'll play some of the interview and you tell me if you have a problem with it. So I don't think a lot of people know your story and your relationship with Trayvon. You were his stepmother for for a long, long time. Yes, for 14 years. 14 years. 14 and a half, you could say. 14 and a half years. How much role did you have in, in actually raising him? Um, hands on. I mean, I've been with his father for 14 years. Trayvon was about three when um, I met his father. And ever since then, I mean, Trayvon been in my life, and I've been nothing more than a mother to him. You know, he was raised with my girls. I have two daughters, so Trayvon. He lived in your house. Yes, he lived in he lived in uh, my house with me and his father and my girls. And Trayvon, 
wanted to live with us. And Trayvon was to our house, in my home, 85 to 95, 90% of the time. For, uh, what, what kind of a person was he? What do you want people to know about him? And see, um, like I was listening to Twitter today, and they were saying they had an issue with the questions that Anderson Cooper were asking, but. They're valid questions. Though. Yeah, these are valid questions. To me, these the, are good questions. questions that, that nobody's asking. Yeah, and, and yeah. it's not the interviewer's job to assume he knows the answers and skip past these questions. That's right. If and this person comes to you and they want to give this side of a story, they want to tell, you can book them as a guest. You are obligated to ask the questions that your audience does want to know, and the audience is going to want to know what kind of person was Trayvon, because that is the that has become the central issue of a case, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be, but it but it has become a thing. Are we going to just pretend that it's not like yeah, and you know, like you can't do an interview from a biased place. Yeah, yeah, you have to do the interview as as if I'm unbiased. Let me give this person a chance to tell their story. And my thing is that. He brought her on so that she could tell her perspective and her interaction with him right. and her point of view. And the thing about it is that what he's asking is valid. Is uh, The questions are valid. He's not being nasty. He's not being disrespectful. He's not being aggressive. You know, what I mean? they're just normal. Hey, I want to hear your point of view because, like you said, nobody else is interviewing this lady and asking these ladies these questions. Everybody else is making assumptions and, right. and going on Twitter I don't and see, going on Facebook. I'm tired of seeing a panel of six experts debate the fucking merits of this kid. I'm sorry. And I want to see people that know him talk about the kid. Not, You know, I'm, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of seeing Zimmerman's family debate the merits of this kid. And since it's going to keep happening, yes, it is. I need shit like this. You know what I mean? I don't want to hear about the, oh, I don't want to hear this side of it. It's too much. The whole fucking thing is disasterbation. Yes, the it is. The fact that people literally spend hours of their day watching every question, every piece of testimony, every cross-examination of this trial, and it's not their job. We're not lawyers. We don't necessarily know what the fuck we're talking about. And we'll sit up there and watch it because we want to see what's going to happen minute by minute. Like, this is going to crack the case. And... That is partially disasterbation, man. Like we're yeah. watching it in all in our emotions, live tweeting it, talking it, you know, yeah, with I, everybody arguing with people on the internet and, and about I, it. And, and, I, and I personally, I can't speak for anybody else. If you, if you want to watch it, that's your choice, but I can't do that. It's sad. It's depressing. I'm just, I'm just keeping it real. My yeah. heart cannot, I, my heart cannot take that. I do not feel like going up and down on an emotional Roller coaster. Right. We will talk about things like this, but as far as like how I really feel and all that stuff, when the trial is out and 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 and, and convicted, not convicted, or whatever may happen, then we can talk about it. But until not, then, this all this stuff is not gonna make a difference in the it's case. It's not a basketball game. No, it's not. People are live tweeting this shit like they're watching an NFL game. It's fucking sick. You know what I mean? It's a sickness that we have inside of ourselves, man. Like it. We have to know minute by minute what's happening. We have to give our opinion and we have to tell everybody, the whole world, that, oh, the, the way they cross-examined this was wrong and why didn't they ask that question? I didn't go to law school. I and, don't know. And, uh, you know, whatever, man. I just, all I'm saying is we watched enough law and order that we know the law now um, for a lot of these people. And I'm not talking about people that, you know, know what the fuck they're talking, talking about, about. But most of us don't. don't. Yeah. There's some most people of us just watching. are watching this like we are rooting for a sports team. Yeah, but. And not that trivially, but with that type, but we're 
presenting it with that type of trivial yes tri- like that type of triviality yeah because like you're right because there are people that are watching they understand the language they understand what's going on but the average person no they're just watching it like yeah you scored the point yeah you scored yeah. the point oh he blocked your shot yeah it's a touchdown right and it's like i i, I can't do that yes yeah, it is disasterbation man i want people to know that trayvon was a kind person he was a loving person he loved children babies you know, um, before this happened, I really believe he would have been working with children because he adored children. And um, just let people know that he's not what the media make him out to be, that like he was this thug. He wasn't that. Are you watching the trial? I, I'm not watching the trial. Um, my Why? It's, it's hard for me. It, it I mean... To see and hear the things that led to his death is hard for me. Yeah, and see, like, people are like, well, she's being exploited because she's being emotional on TV when they ask this question. But I'm like, Mm -mm. in a way, though, she is conveying the reality of what happened is a human being because and i really think you know what honestly i just thought of this for a second but you know what i think the rejection of this interview is really about she is taking away the sports atmosphere of this trial yes because this is real shit right now in real life it is not who scored a point on cross-examination it's not high-fiving because a witness was hostile to the prosecutor or the defense like it is really just there's no facebook post that needs to be made about this there's no meme that needs to start it's just her being real raw and talking her shit and people are mad because well what it got to do with her relationship with with the father man look if that's what you took from this interview then that's on you man like i saw on boss if they were calling her stupid and stuff like that like people are like she said that he wasn't killed about over racism she's stupid it's like y'all are just rooting for a sports team. Yes. You just want a certain outcome and that's fucking it. And you think the people in, that are real people involved in this shit are supposed to all understand that it. it's sports team time. Root for the home team. Don't come out and say yes. nothing like that. Not to mention bringing up race right now is the fucking third rail. Cause if you go on TV and say my son was killed because this dude is a racist, that's the shit that, that, that immediately brings it back to the, facebook and twitter spear of it was racist it wasn't racist he's a thug he's a little boy that's the shit y'all like y'all like doing that shit you like putting likes on facebook posts and shit but you don't want to think about the fact that this little kid is fucking gone that's right and at the end of the day that was matters she had a relationship with him she watched him she you know what i mean she she interacted with this child and it's one of those things where at the end of the day, it's about a human being that died. Regardless of the color of the skin, it's about a human being that died. And once you get to the point where you begin to cheer, you, you, to an extent, you almost dehumanize him also, even though people don't want to look at it like that, because to me, this is real life situation. Right. If you're partying off of how Rachel Gentile looks or how her attitude and mannerism, like, you're all you're so desensitized it's already over for you anyway i can't watch the shit really like no oh no i, I try i just i, I can't man i don't yeah, want to 
it's too nerve wracking. I do care about the outcome of this case yes. and what it means and what it states for the rest of America and black people and whatnot. Um, and I, you know, and, and, and I'm not going to be able to just joke about this shit as far as, um, you know, or not even joke. I'm not going to be able to run in here and be like, his stepmother is stupid. This is not the time for this. Why are you even on TV? Just go away. She's a real person. She can't voice her pain because you're not accepting of it on fucking Twitter. You don't have shit to do with this case other than you live tweeting it or having your opinion on your show. Like, chill. Like, she just want to express her. She's part of this too. Whether you want her to be or not, she's 14 years deep in this kid's life. You know, and the kid isn't here anymore. She might have something to say. I think she does too. So yeah, I just I don't want to hear that. Shut her down. This ain't your motherfucking TV set. You know what I mean? You can't just fast forward past her contribution to this person's life and and the feelings and pain she has about it. I don't care if it like this shit gonna lose the trial. The draw the drawers might see it. Fuck y'all. Um. Anyway, so uh, apparently, uh, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, town in New Jersey is okay. Just okay, a ban on the boardwalk on saggy pants. Twenty-five dollar fine, and this Jersey Shore result, they resort resort. They ain't got nothing better to do with their time. Apparently, a lot of people been sagging pants, Karen. Oh, I know what this economy doing bad. So they like, <laughs> we got to make. I'm saying, like, why else would you make a motherfucking rule like this? Some of the fines can result, some of the fines can be as hard as $200 and 40 hours of community service. What, you go out there butt ass nagging? That's the only way you better charge me $200. A lot of For the show. Civil libertarians say the law is unconstitutional and predict it, it will is. be overturned if challenged in court. But, uh, I want to know who are the Negroes that are going to challenge this in the court. $25 is paid a fine. Uh, the but may- you charge me $250, we might have an issue. Mayor Ernest Troiano, uh, says, this is just a little bit of decency to our town. It's amazing. And this is a pun. How far decency has fallen through the cracks <laughs> of, their, of their asses mm-hmm. that you got to see. That was the pun. Uh, the law passed unanimously and no one spoke against it. Several restaurants, several residents strongly supported the law. It's long overdue. People who choose to dress like that offend any person. There has no, there has to be some common standard decency if it offends all of us. We need it. This is our city. We have to respect it. <laughs> Said a bunch of who angry these, white people. Uh, yeah, so all these grumpy ass old white people that were like, we ain't looking at them niggas' asses. Let's pass the law against that shit. Yeah, I will say this though. Um, a lot of people are like, well, this is racist, this, that, this, that. Maybe it is motivated by race. I don't know. But you don't have to have your pants sagging for the record. It is perfectly possible to buy a set of pants that fits. Ah! People act like this. That, like that's not an option. I gotta buy five t- sizes too big. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's cool, and maybe someone should challenge it if it, if it means that much to you. But if I had a son, I'd just be like, pull your fucking pants up. I'm not paying twenty five dollars. Yeah, and, and see, this is and why, that'll be the end of yeah, it. Yeah, this is why I don't. I'm glad we don't have children because, like I said, I would be that square parent, be like, nigga, where your waist at? Okay, I don't yeah. want to see your drawers. I read this article, and first of all, I've probably been telling my son to pull his pants up anyway. But yes. I read this article, and the first thing I'm thinking is, um, do not come in this house with twenty five dollar fine. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, 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 put, put like this. If, if it's a $25 fine, you paying that $25, not me. Reverend Al Sharpton is releasing a new book, The Rejected Stone, via cash money content. Oh, Rejected Stone? Like a lot of black community rejects him? 
No, rejected stone like the one that's gonna kill Paula Dean for being racist. <laughs> the Reverend Al Sharpton is working on a book to be co-released this fall by the publishing arm of Cash Money Records, home to Little Wayne, with whom Sharpton is feuded over some of his rapper lyrics. Ah, well, nothing is a tie that binds like the green cash money. Am I right? Ain't that the truth. Sharpton's The Rejected Stone is scheduled to be released October 8th. The book will be published by Cash Money Content and Massenburg Media in partnership with Simon & Schuster imprint Atria. The book will track Sharpton's personal evolution from New York street activist to political candidate and civil rights spokesman. Yeah, he got to keep that relaxer straight. (laughs) I just want to see a fucking... I was going to see uh, Lil Wayne. I feel like any book Cash Money publishes, Lil Wayne should have to read first. No. Ha! I won't see that. Like, and my thing is this. I don't know. Just by the way they rapping all that shit. Oh, they they, they better uh, hire some professional editors because that shit's going to be Ebonics to the nth. All right. Here's a story about some police um, that apparently got a little too ridiculous. And now this developing story, a major sex scandal unfolding at Lakeland's police department. The state attorney office has released a 50-page report saying at least 10 officers had inappropriate contact with a former staffer there. Now this comes in the wake of ongoing bad publicity about the Lakeland Police Department. Fox 13's Ken Swores is at the department today. Ken, what's going on? I can tell you we've seen an awful lot of bad publicity for the Lakeland uh, Police Department recently, but this one is really, really a big one because careers may fall because of it. Within the department walls, some people are calling it Zippergate, but there's certainly nothing funny about it. The state attorney's report says a former female staffer was sexually involved with at least 10 officers, as you said before, Denise, some high-ranking, the most high-profile, Captain John Thomason, the department's recently appointed public affairs officer. Many times he was the face of LP. Maybe he took it literally. Public affairs. Mm-hmm. D on television. The report says the officers were allegedly involved in forced sex. He probably looked at his resume like, oh, public affairs. I thought it said pubic affairs. Oh, My yeah. bad. My bad, y'all. Sexual harassment, sexting, and consensual sex on duty and off in the police department, in cruisers, city parks, and elsewhere. Oh, what was that, All baby? this happening allegedly over the last seven years. What, Did they say four sex instead of just saying rape? Uh, they said four sex. I didn't even see yes, that. I thought they it said consensual. Let me let me rewind it. I'm sorry. Public affairs officer. Many times he was the face of LPD on television. The report says the officers were allegedly involved in forced sex, sexual harassment, sex. Yeah, that sounds like rape. Okay, I was like four sounds like y'all. You need to just say motherfucking rape. They they was out there raping folks. Yeah and consensual sex on duty and off in the police department in cruisers city parks and elsewhere all this happening allegedly over the last seven years do i feel like this is a reflection on not being able to trust me no quite the opposite i feel like it was brought forward under my watch and i'm actually um although unfortunate we're having to deal with it no i think it's actually the opposite that 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 i was the one that it was brought to finally I am both saddened and surprised that many of the individuals involved in this investigation include several well-known supervisory personnel in the Lakeland Police Department, Lakeland Fire Department, and other city positions. Oh, shit! And I am extremely disappointed in the alleged behavior that will undoubtedly tarnish not only their personal and family reputations, 
but also that of the entire municipal workforce who faithfully serve the public with dedication and pride throughout their careers. The state attorney's office saying that it's not going to bring any criminal charges because at this point it's very hard to determine where the truth lies. A lot of he said, she said going on, and it's been a number of years when all this has happened. State attorney having a press conference at 2 o'clock this afternoon, and he will elaborate on all that. In the meantime, you have to ask what is happening to the officers involved. A bunch of different things, some on administrative leave, others still working here in different capacities. We are told by the police chief and also the city manager here in Lakeland that it's all going to be dealt with appropriately. It's going to have to go through an investigation, then go to the police union back and forth, and it could take months to sort all this out. Denise? Ken Suarez, thank you very much, Ken. Oh, Florida. That's in Florida? Of course. Where else would something that ratchet wow. happen? We read a story in Memphis where one police officer was like, suck my dick, you went out of jail. They really got a department of just walking around throwing the dicks fire around. department, the police department, they high-fiving each other, raping folks. Right. Wow. Man, I worry about Bo every day because of shit like this. I know, right? Pulling niggas over for sex. <laughs> you want to take this dick? You want out of this jaywalking? For sex. Isn't that rape? It's called four sex. Yeah, they said four sex to make that shit sound good. And people yeah. like you listening, they just hear sex. And they don't, they missed that force part. So people don't realize they were raping folks. God damn. Um, all right, man. Uh, another, let's do some guest race. All right. We okay. Got, we've let's... been doing this for a while. It's time to wrap up. Um, Vicar Brian Taylor was so drunk. Is it Vicar or Vicar? Anyway. At a wedding, he fell over in the aisle and had to be locked in the vestry while a replacement conducted the service. That's right, Karen. He's a wedding. He's the one of the priests that performs a wedding. Oh, snap. He got drunk. He, ah. he fell over into the aisle and had to be locked away for and a replacement had to do it. Oh, I can marry them. Do you take this bitch to be your wife? I took a bitch to keep my overly wedded yeah, wife. Yeah, y'all gonna be divorced in four days. Lawfully wedded, more like awfully wedded. Am yeah, I right? Yeah, yeah. Really, look at that ass. I know you're gonna be doing it in her ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all on y'all way to the honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, I see you, girl, down there with the big titties in the front row. Yeah, I'll be hollering at you as soon as this is over. Uh, last night, Debbie Collins, mom of the bride, Lori, said in Triarchery, South Wales, it is a funny story, but it wasn't funny at the time. Nope. <laughs> you know, can you imagine you're a bride, little girl that look forward to this day, this special day for your entire life? Everything's led up to this point. You got your groom and you're all happy and then your fucking priest gets drunk because you're always like, you better not get drunk. You better not have a bachelor party. You better not show up hungover. The last and, question you wear about is the priest. Yeah, the yeah. priest shows up like, hey, let's get this bitch started. Yeah. Wedding guests fell in vain to stifle their laughs with the drunken Vicar shouting ah. and singing from behind the locked vestry door. Oh. Reverend Taylor, who had been guided into the side room to sober up after tipping in the aisle. Oh, could you imagine, like, you're like, you going... Everything perfect, and you like your guests is laughing. You got kids laughing at him. Now, it, oh, I know they gotta be terrible. But as a hastily summoned replacement clergy took his place, he bawled, In the name of the Lord, I'm not drunk. There's nothing wrong with me. I want to do the wedding. In the name of the Lord, I'm not drunk. What is you drunk on the Holy Spirit? I don't understand this. Usher Rodri Jones had been spot, been first to spot something was up with the rugby playing groom, Chris Johnson and Bride 
Lori Collins prepared to wed. He said, I will never forget seeing the Vicar zigzag down the hill to the church with his gown blowing in the wind and rain. He got to the gate but couldn't stop himself and nearly fell down a bank. The, photo- the photographer asked him if he was okay. He replied, not quite. He walked past me like Jack Sparrow, tipped over the step into the church and fell Jack through the Sparrow. Do- oh, Lord. fell through the door in front of ninety six people. <gasps> oh Do you get your money back at least? You better. Chris's pal James Summer thirty seven, the Vicar cut his hand and was wearing a big white gown that had blood on him. <gasps> on one of the choir people took him to the vestry and then explained he was unwell and they'd have to get someone else. The bride waited in the car while the groom was pacing back and forth inside. They waited about half an hour. Usually they go into the vestry to sign out the wedded register book, but they had to bring it out and sign it in front of everybody. Can you imagine if uh, the groom would have had second thoughts and left? It's like, you know, I was almost 30 minutes from making the worst mistake of my life. Bye, bitch. <laughs> beep, beep. He added all the speeches at the reception were make, were taking the Mickey. They said they were saying this will be a short speech. And now I'm going to get drunk as the Vicar was. <laughs> ah, I could imagine the jokes. Chris and Laurie, both 24, uh, spent more than 20 year, 20,000 euros on their big day. I don't know how much that is, but it sounds like a lot. Well, now there's a day nobody will ever forget. <laughs> Ain't that true? They were looking, uh, I hope they got the shit recorded. They were looking forward to Saturday's service at the picturesque St. George Church in some place I don't give a fuck about. Now on the three week honeymoon, <laughs> Chris told his pals that we had a wonderful day anyway in hindsight. It was quite funny. Friends said the service finally began with Reverend Gareth Cousins, who lived nearby. Lori's mom, Debbie 49, said if they had, hadn't been able to get another Vicar, they wouldn't have been able to get married. It's a funny story, but it wasn't funny at the time. Ain't that the truth. Uh, Mr. Halo, who celebrated his 52nd birthday two days before the wedding, said last night, I'm afraid I'm not able to comment. It's in the hands of the Archbishop now. So he's probably going to get fired or something. I don't know. Of course. A neighbor described him as a good man, but with problems. Well, that's the kind of priest I want. Ah! And he said that he, he had, can still marry you, though. He got problems. <laughs> he cool. He got problems. Mm, I don't want you sign off my papers. They might, they might fuck around and be like, you know what? Y'all wearing ain't official. He's been given a month leave to deal with some issues. Um, I bet they probably tried to make paid. Probably to rehab. Uh, yeah. This is a very unfortunate incident. We are investigating. We are sincerely sorry of any upset and inconvenience caused. Guess the race of the vicar uh brian taylor who got drunk at a wedding check the chat room see what they believe um all right if he can't see jesus after getting tipsy he never will white great great white welshman butter past blue ridden ribbon connoisseur whiter than paula dean when she heard about losing all her sponsorships uh whiter than rice reverend white boy wasted sweet meat white color of cream correct answer is white it was a white man um a man was caught having sex with a couch but he avoided jail karen a wisconsin man (laughs) okay okay how you gonna avoid having jail time for for fucking something you own a wisconsin (laughs) right He's like, come here, couch. Come here. Ooh, I like you because you're not like you. You're it, soft it and fluffy. I, that's why I spent the extra money for that goose. Yeah. Maybe it's a, uh, maybe it was forced sex on the couch. Yeah. Oh. The, how does, how does, how the couch gonna protest? How's it gonna consent? And that's the truth too now. If you, uh, want this dick, don't say nothing. 
Yeah, you don't never say nothing. That's why I like you, girl. You're not like my wife. She taught my motherfucking head off. Come here, girl. This is why you can't fuck the couch from Pee Wee's Playhouse. It'll always <laughs> tell. You, yeah, yes. It got a big ass face on it, yes. What are you doing, Pee Wee? At least that one would suck your dick. I don't think a regular couch would. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to orgasm in your face. <laughs> face. That's the word of the day. <laughs> sperm. That's the word of the day. <laughs> I didn't say sperm. A Wisconsin man busted her for having sex with the couch dumped on the street has been banned for watching porn for life. Well, what are those two things that do to each other? I don't understand. He and how fucked can the you... couch dumped on the street, so now he can't watch porn. You but there's couches be... on the street every day. And you can't ban somebody from porn. I want to see if he's like walking down the street like, God damn. Is that an Ottoman? Shit. Oh. <laughs> oh, I see them Coke stains. Ooh, you know that does something to me. I want to make love to the seat of that love seat, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, do they got some crumbs between your cushions just the way I like it? Mm hmm. That's a big couch, but you know what I say? More cushion for the pushing. Gerard Streeter also received a five month suspended jail sentence Monday after pleading guilty to public lewdness. Ryan Edwards was, wait, this is, is this something completely? Oh yeah, Ryan Edwards was out jogging at 11 p.m. when he spotted a 47 year old Streeter making out with the furniture. I saw a subject leaning over the couch facing down. It looked like he was having sexual relations with someone. I could see the male's hips thrusting up and down on the couch. (laughs) Then, I exploded inside my nether regions. Oh, Lord. His manhood thrusting in the... Oh, oh I'm sorry. That's no. From, that's from a book I'm reading. No, real. After asking Streeter what he was doing, Edward uh, saw him jump up and run off with his pants down, revealing that he was the only one carrying out the act. I concluded that he had been thrusting his pelvic area against the cushion, trying to sexually gratify himself by rubbing his penis between the two cushions. Streeter locked himself in an apartment, but was arrested the following day at a hotel where he worked. Also, Monday, he was also placed on a year's probation. So, um, I just want to know what that's got to do with porn and guess the race. Me either. I don't, I do not see the the relationship there. He said, F that couch, they could buy another one. This rich motherfucker's white. Ah. He's literally like, uh, he is literally like, um, the Chappelle skit with. Yeah. (laughs) he's like fuck your couch nigga no i mean literally fuck your couch nigga yes (laughs) rick james rick james over here rick james bitch as white as the los angeles dog in the never understory a long ass dog in the never in the story yeah that's pretty well yeah white it was a couch it's a love seat now smoke some cheese afterwards white Ah! one who fantasizes about watching his wife be ravaged by wesley pipes oh make it make that couch nasty look Mm. at Look at that slip cover. It was asking for a white. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just to spice things up, engine. Brian Couch Pumper, white. <laughs> I mean, black. <laughs> Brian Couch Pumper. Wasn't in love. Wasn't in the love shack in the middle of the noon moon cricket. Fucking a, a couch white. The correct answer is yes. white. Mm-hmm. He was a white man who had sex with that couch. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what other story I got here. Talk about Sean. Uh, I feel like everybody might know this story. But we'll, I'll cover it anyway. Okay. Authorities have arrested a man wanted in a New Jersey home invasion that left a mother beaten in attack, in a, an attack that was captured on a nanny cam. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. I saw the video of this. It's pretty bad. I don't. Yeah. I don't the Essex that. County Profe- Prosecutor's Office said a 42-year-old Sean Custis was arrested Friday in Manhattan by the prosecutor's office and the FBI. 
Custis faces charges of attempted murder, robbery, burglary, and child endangerment. The attack last Friday in Milburn was captured on hidden camera in the woman's home. A man can be seen bursting into the home, punching and kicking a woman, throwing her down the stairs while her three-year-old daughter cowered on a couch. Police withheld the names of the woman and the child. County Chief of Detectives Anthony Ambrose said Friday that Custis is being transported to an undisclosed location in New Jersey. Um, and like I got hit up on Twitter. We got hit up on Twitter on our Twitter account by somebody that was saying like they actually don't they believe this story is like a setup or something which i was like i haven't even been paying attention to this story it says uh oh it's urban actors on twitter they said um wasn't sure if you two touched on on this wait hold on it actually goes down oh he says what up guy love listening to you and say that again on the blackout test great podcast quick what's your take on the new jersey nanny cam intruder staged and I was like, I don't, I haven't been following it. I don't know. Me either. I didn't so know. he says, cool. Wasn't sure if you two touched on it. Please check out possible. And I, I watched it. Um, he says, we think it's staged. There's no screaming, no blood. The child is unaffected and the guy applies a sleeper hole. Come on. Um, and all of this happened in the middle of the day in a surprisingly clean home in middle class community. The intruder ends his break in beating by throwing the lady down the stairwell. He didn't know was there. Oh man. You guys gotta touch on this. It's too WWE to believe. However, you guys will check it out and speak it out, speak on it. Um, and I, like, after viewing it, I, I do believe that I don't think it's staged at all. Like, a motherfucker walked into my house and beat the shit out of this woman in front of her kid and walked the fuck out. You know, robbed her or whatever he could take and, and got out. I don't, understand how anybody could watch that and not think it's brutal and violent um and also to what purpose would it be staged yeah who is benefiting from it being staged yeah like i don't i guess if there was some other level to this like i don't see a conspiracy here i see a nigga that beat up somebody and and my and my thing too is that people have these myths on how they think shit should work out in real life you don't really know how you respond in emergency situations and shit like that nobody really knows how children are gonna respond how they would respond everybody had theories on how they think they're gonna respond and react but nobody really really knows and it's one of those things where they nobody responded how i thought they were gonna respond so it's fake yeah i i I really don't know what what would happen and i don't know if there's even audio on the video because i'm listening to it i mean i saw it but i didn't hear any audio to to say well obviously this person is is faking this or whatever you know um so uh, matter of fact let me um, i'm sorry Karen, i know you don't want to watch it but i'm gonna play this video uh anyway okay just to hear if we can hear any audio because i i wasn't like when i listened to it uh i thought i had the, the sound on and i didn't hear anything anyway so this hidden camera video blurred at the request of police shows a vicious home invasion that took place in north and the child and her mother were watching cartoons on television. I've been a police officer for 25 years. Yeah, it, it looked like he hit the woman. I don't, I don't know, man. I didn't hear a sound on the video to, um, like I didn't, maybe you heard the raw footage or something, but I didn't know there's sound or whatever to be heard. So it looks like it's already been doctored for the news. It's been blurred. So, um, nah, it's, it's, it's fucked up, man. I don't know what to say. Um, I'm not cool with this. Nope. Um, so anyway, did, uh, you know what? Fuck guess the race on that one. This is a fucked up thing. Mm-hmm. Um, motorist attacked by sword wielding pedestrian uh, for blocking crosswalk. Okay. That's right. Sword walk ratchetness. 
on motorcycles apparent no motorist oh okay so apparently somebody decided you blocked my crosswalk and i'm pissed <laughs> ah! a 25 year old pickering ontario man fa- is facing charges with after a pedestrian pulled a sword from his pants and threatened a driver he'd accused of blocking the crosswalk police said a pedestrian crossing the interstate intersection in pickering began to yell at motorists stopped at a red light for black red light for blocking his path investigators said the pedestrian followed the car to a nearby plaza still yelling at the ja- driver pulled out a 60 centimeter sword from his pants and threatened the motorist the driver oh, wow. was able to wrestle the weapon away from his attacker but was punched in the face <gasps> see these sword motherfuckers don't even know how to handle the sword you you lose the sword in the sword fight you know what i mean like does that sound professional no he's like at least i socked that nigga investigators recovered the sword at the scene to say the motorist suffered minor injuries um so the dude is charged with weapons dangerous two counts of assault with a weapon and obstructing a peace officer <laughs> canada has a charge called weapons dangerous <laughs> only in canada weapons uh, dangerous <laughs> weapons you dangerous <laughs> right this show is brought to you by adamandeve.com put in the code tbgwt get a bunch of free stuff we appreciate everybody that does that do. thank you so much for listening the internet didn't go out i'm surprised maybe chris could have been on tonight uh but we'll find out for sure tomorrow right um until tomorrow where i guess guess will be russell hainline um from um the long and late movie podcast Mm -hmm. or long and late movie show um i love you man i love you too